If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's going on, everybody? Eric Lindquist at Stochastic here on the Odd Chopper channel coming to with another edition. Of Liddy's leans, likes, and locks. Hit that like button, subscribe button, notification bell. It goes a long way for me, goes a long way for you. That way you become a prize whenever great content is going live here at our little neck of the YouTube woods. That kind of like sounded like the intro of the shrine of the silver monkey. You real ones know what I'm talking about. Nickelodeon, those are good times. Legends of the Hidden Temple. It's way before uh, producer Jacob's time, so got nothing out of that one. But you know what? That's okay. We persevere. We continue on. Like, we'll talk about FedMGM a little bit later. You might want to check them out in the video description box below. A lot of good stuff going. But as of right now, none of my locks in play here as of yet. We get that going with the Cleveland game, which starts in about 10 minutes. Uh, I'll be watching that a little bit live here in the corner of my screen. But gotta stay focused for the people here we have 15 games yes another full slate two of them kind of island games here in the morning afternoon and then we get to the whole shebang 13 games starting up 7 p.m eastern time 4 p.m pacific just because again you got to break down 184 baseball games a week i think that that's like the standard something like that i might be over exaggerating a little bit no okay well guys we have a lot of things to talk about here and this intro is terrible so i'm just gonna move myself along you ready to go i am too producer da jacob i almost said the wrong name producer jacob let's get ourselves to the picks my god let's go kind of a pedestrian beginning of our morning mainly because there's no line out yet and you got michael sirocco with his 8.38 era 1.86 whip only two starts a sample size going up against kenta maeda who we only have five games of sample size, made a return there on the 23rd against Detroit. Um, outing against Detroit isn't going to tell us a whole heck of a lot, considering Atlanta on the other side, making Joe Ryan look like a home run derby pitching coach. So that's always good. Five innings pitched there for Kenta Maeda, though. Eight Ks looked awesome coming back. If he ends up being a starting pitcher that we can lean on, maybe we go get some bats at the deadline, mainly because I'm losing my mind right now watching. We have... Julian leading off. We're playing Michael A. Taylor almost every day. Christian Vasquez, we're paid for catcher, even though he couldn't outperform Martin Maldonado in the playoffs most of last year. Whatever. We continue on our merry ways, friends. And uh, as it looks right now, I can't even imagine where this line opens at. I can't even concoct any sort of scenario where I would want to be betting on my Minnesota Twins lineup here and going up against this Atlanta bullpen. So I'm simply leaning Atlanta here. As always, there are a lot of things you can find on my Twitter, at Eric Lindquist. First of them being Lindy's Locks Update. Yes, talking you through my locks for the day. We have two of them on today's slate. And maybe one that pops up later, just like we had 
Brian Wu show up there last night. Once that prop line dropped, it was great stuff. Talking you through every single thing, every single day, Monday through Friday. Great stuff. So check that out. But also, if you have questions about a game that I don't have a play from like this one, hit me up there. A lot of people asking me questions on Twitter. I appreciate it. Uh, Just ask. You shall receive. But as for now, Atlanta, leaning. No idea what to do with this. And then an afternoon game that I thought I was going to get a play from, but no, for some reason, not projecting out nearly as well. I think a lot of it has to do with the same things we talked about the other day where we had Seattle on the run line going up against the Washington Nationals. We're running that game back here. Logan Gilbert this time around going up against Patrick Corbin. I guess this game has just been beat to a pulp here the last couple and logan gilbert 25.7 percent k rate 296 x woba similar pitching profile to that of castillo where he does give up a little bit more hard contact not as much as what castillo gives up but for the most part still keeping it in check at the hardest run creation ballpark in baseball there for offenses yes you're looking at park factors you're looking at all of those great things it is great to be a starting pitcher up north in washington yeah well, the Washington side on, you know, the Washington State side of this one, Patrick Corbin, never good to see him on the mound as a Nationals fan, if there are such a thing at this point in time. 385 X Woba, 323 expected batting average, gives a crazy power to righties, but he's kind of like your buddy in high school or maybe elementary school. That's like what it mainly was, but like your buddy in elementary school, when you guys are riding bikes and he smashes his head on the pavement and he gets up and He's got scars and stuff, but he didn't knock all his teeth out. And he's like, hey, do I look okay? And it's like, yeah, you're not dead. It's kind of what it is with Patrick Corbin here of late. You'd think he would start getting beat up a little bit more in some of these outings, but he just finds enough to get by in most of them. Now, got smacked around by San Diego, that's for sure. Is Seattle San Diego? No, offensively, they are not. But seven earned. Nice to see that we are at least capable of getting those back. The ground ball rate was still high in that one. Nine nine ground balls to five fly balls. So something I'm going to be paying attention to. But for whatever reason, I don't know why, especially considering we're looking at a 120 cent difference. Yeah, you heard me. Seattle, minus one and a half over at BetMGM and DraftKings Sportsbook. Minus 115 on the run line. The money line best available number is minus 245. I broke down exactly why T-Mobile, when you go to Seattle, the run line ends up being something that's outside of that normal 100 cent mark, 80 cent mark that you have difference between run lines and money lines. And it's simply because of the run creation on the other side. But it's a fantastic matchup, no doubt about it. It's sort of priced in right now. Again, I'm very surprised that the run line did not show up in my model, but there are 15 games on this slate. And I'm not going to force anything. Maybe this shows up as a play a little bit later here. But at the current number, I would want something more like uh, minus 110 just to give me the standard juice. And I think it would be a play for me. Now we can start partying. Here we go. Cincinnati, Baltimore. This is fun. Luke Weaver, Kyle Gibson, not the pitching. They're not fun. But man, does offense project out well in this one. Luke Weaver, 500 expected slugging. Kyle Gibson, 454. Neither of those are good. Both of them, 
K rates around 17, 19%, both of them, 43.3% hard hit percentages, identical hard hit percentages, 357 X Woba for Luke Weaver, 344 X Woba, Baltimore. They have speed, they have power. Apparently Aaron Hicks doesn't suck at baseball anymore. Then you look in Cincinnati, they decided to bring up all their AAA guys because I don't know, they're some of the best hitters in AAA. Maybe we should do that. What a concept. So over of nine, Right off the bat, lefty power plays up a little bit more in Baltimore. Righties still have a hell of a time, but you know what? With both of these pitchers being right-handed, with the weather looking pretty decent there in Baltimore for tomorrow, I think it's an auto play at nine. Nine, there are nines hanging around. I don't know how there are nines hanging around. This was borderline locked territory, my friends, but... BetMGM, our sponsor here, minus 120. They've got a nine. FanDuel, minus 122. Yes, these are juiced above standard juice. But being able to tie on that number is such a gigantic deal. I am more than happy to pay the 10 cents to be able to get up to that. So huge difference between nine and nine and a half here. At nine and a half, probably looking at a mild at best type play. Although, still think you can put it on the card. San Diego and Pittsburgh for this one. And holy pitching, Batman. Thought this was going to be a lock too. There's a couple of plays. I'm surprised by the Seattle one. I'm surprised by Cincy and Baltimore that that wasn't a lock. And I'm surprised that this one isn't even on the card at eight and a half. Yeah, Blake Snell versus Mitch Keller. And we know over the course of this entire season, Mitch Keller has actually been the better of the two pitchers. 31.9% hard hit percentage, 27.7% K rate, 6.4% walk rate. That's a huge discrepancy from Blake Snell's 11.8%. But you know what Blake Snell started to do? He started to do some freaking naughty things that we have been backing. Yeah, things you don't talk about around your friends because, you know, it's that kind of kink. Yeah, went from going against Blake Snell almost every single day to being more than happy to firing up his K props in addition to the money line, taking some nice plus money and cashing that ticket against San Francisco. He's now had 11 strikeouts, at least 11 strikeouts in three straight outings. He's now had at least seven strikeouts in five straight outings. And the huge thing, he's only given up two runs in his last six outings he's had a quality start in the last five we are looking at a completely different pitcher and part of that my friends is because he has run into two of his last three games with zero walks huge thing for him because those walks turn into k's really quick the velocity's back up everything across the board looks nice what i'm thinking what i'm thinking is he probably just was gaming like just sitting on the old xbox every single day at spring training and it's like, well, I'll start pitching this summer. That's how Blake Snell talks. But either way, 30.7% K rate, really nice to back here. And yet, not anything showing up on the card for me on this one. I'm very, very surprised. If I just eyeball tested this, under eight and a half would automatically be on the card. But, but it is just a lean right now. So again, there are a couple of these that I want to kind of like manually override and my model needs to get smacked around a little bit but it's a nice kit and we treat it gently so under eight and a half just a lean for right now how is this not a play we got the giants they're heading to toronto north of the border eh oh you want some maple syrup to go with that yeah let's go play hockey and beat the living shit out of each other that'd be funny eh? yeah we're gonna do that with the bullpen game on the toronto side trevor richards on the mound uh 
He's not going to be going very long into this one, considering 2013. Those are his last two outings. He pitched on the 23rd, so four days ago. Sounds like they're going to be doing just the piggyback approach. Not even sure who else is going to be coming out of this pen for Toronto yet. Got a lot to figure out with this one, hence why it's going to be a lean no matter what. But we do get our old friend Logan Webb on the mound. And why has he been our old friend? Well, He's cashed three straight tickets in a row. Three wins against St. Louis, the Dodgers, Arizona. Bang, bang, bang. The ground balls are through the roof. The roof. The roof is not on fire because the ball isn't going high enough to go into the roof. So it is what it is. 14 ground balls, 15 ground balls, 16 ground balls in succession his last three starts. That's ridiculous stuff. And that's how you're going to survive when you go to Toronto. When you get up there, the ball would generally fly off the bats to some of these power guys, Vlad Guerrero, Matt, uh, Matt Chapman, Bo Bichette, all of them with expected sluggings north of 500. That's really nice to see. But it's a tough spot, no doubt about it. When you start talking about ground ball rates to this level, 62.6%, that's as high as you're going to run into with a starting pitcher in baseball. That's better than Framber Valdez currently has for the season. That is really all you need to know. So Logan Webb, my friends, if I had to back anything here from the eyeball test without looking at what we're going to be getting from the Toronto side, I want to see if I can't find some blurbs on Twitter, see if I can't figure out exactly what they're doing, because I didn't see any bullpen situations here so far this season for them. A couple, but not really in spots that made sense. I'm very curious how long Trevor Richards can go, considering he has had 65 and 53 pitches in the repertoire as soon as uh, 13 days ago, but... This is a tough one to stomach here as of right now. So the plus money, San Francisco side behind Webb, that's where I would be leaning. All right, bear with me. I know we've had a couple of plays that I thought should be plays, and now we're going to go through two leans, but they're in the home run and they're looking in the strikeout department coming up in the next game. So just throwing it out there. Bear with me, friends. We'll get there. We'll get to a lot of the likes and locks that you are looking for on this program, but We've got Miami, we've got Boston, and Boston looking like it's going to be a bullpen game as well. Last time that they utilized Chris Murphy, he went all of a grand total of 31 pitches there on the 24th. That was three, well, as of recording this three days ago, he'll be pitching on three days full rest. So interesting to see Chris Murphy going to be out there in a bullpen situation, probably going to figure out a lot of who's going to lead way to who and I don't know. It's really sloppy looking at Toronto and Boston here so far. I will have more information for you based on what I find on Twitter.com and digging through a lot more of these box scores. But the model, it factors those things in so I don't have to necessarily manually go through it. I'll talk you through it on Lindy's Leans Likes Locks, or sorry, Lindy's Locks Update. <laughs> there we go. Over on Twitter, if it is something that applies or something that ends up jumping out to me later. But we're actually looking at the home run department and we're looking to target the other side of this one in Braxton Garrett. This is a pitcher that's had some strikeout stuff in the past, but a 46.4% hard hit percentage that comes along with it. It's got the 28.7% K rate this season. That's stellar. Great. Doesn't walk guys. So the ball is either going past a hitter or it's getting smacked by a hitter really, really hard. And you know what plays up even with that massive green wall on left? Righty freaking power. You know, has a lot of righty freaking power. Adam Duvall. He ended up getting dinged up here. It was really sad because he had a ridiculous start to the season. Still is hitting 280 with a 963 OPS, but he missed exactly two months. Yes, he didn't play between the months. Well, I'll just give you the date. April 9th until June 9th. We're talking two full months off where he didn't get to kick his legs up. He had to go do rehab and 
He wasn't gaming with Blake Snell, even though now Blake Snell is gaming, so I can't really make fun of him. But Adam Duvall, only the five homers on the season, but was hitting way up for power against lefties in that very limited week that we saw exposure to him before getting dinged up. So Adam Duvall, actually the guy that I'm the most interested in backing from the Boston side. We, of course, have other righties to be paying attention to. Looking at you, Justin Turner, Bobby Dahlbeck, if he gets one at bat, that'd be hilarious because that's what they did. They ended up bringing Tristan Cassis. Why do they hate Bobby Dahlbeck? Oh, he got option to AAA. It doesn't even matter. Cool. Good to see now. Sound like an idiot. But Adam Duvall, we're definitely going to be paying attention to him. Plus 380. Yes, plus 380 or better. Got to also be paying attention. Wind was blowing out a little bit today. Ellie De La Cruz ended up hitting one out early. We'll see if the books react to that or if that was just a fluke. One more lean that's technically alike because I'm assuming where this K-prop is going to be landing. And we ended up on Brian Wu pretty heavily. And well, it's a Mets game. I bet you know which pitcher is jumping off of my model like crazy. It is Kadai Senga, of course, going up the, against the Milwaukee Brewers. On the other side of this one, you get Southpaw Wade Miley. He's just being Miley. He came in like a wrecking ball. Never hurt so hard in love. I don't know the rest of the lyrics of that song. I could just make it up. I don't know. Numbers on spreadsheets you can't make up. These are real. Wade Miley, 32.1% hard hit percentage, a sub 15% K rate, not really striking out lefties or righties in any capacity. He is still one of those guys that I think can just kind of get by and be frustrating if you try to target him here. I do want to try to get Tommy Pham back on the card here. He's got a 51.3% hard hit percentage, a 386 X Wova. In fact, he is one of three players in baseball who average over, yes, over 94 miles per hour in average exit velocity. You know the other two? Look it up. I know Ronald Acuna is one. I think Aaron Judge is the other. Those are two guys smashing baseballs. Acuna, another leadoff home run today against the Twins, because of course he does. He's so good. But I'm looking at Kadai Senga. You know what it is. It's Ghost Fork Season. That's GFS something like that, but a 28% K rate, 221 expected uh, batting average. And the main reason I like K ladders for a guy like Kadai Senka is when he doesn't walk dudes, which is rare, 13.3% walk rate on the season. That'll do it for you, eh? But when he doesn't do that, it results in massive K output. We've only seen one game of double digit strikeouts. He only had one walk in that outing for what it's worth. Oh no, he had three. I'm a liar. But for the most part, when you have those walks go up, it's extra batters you have to face. It cuts into your pitch count. It also means you probably went further into the count in a lot of those situations. So you need the scale to kind of tip in your favor. And may the odds be ever in your favor. Hunger Games season. Kadai Senga, I've got him up to 8Ks here going up against this Milwaukee team that against right-handed pitching, <laughs> they like to swing and miss. 24.9% K rate, fourth most in baseball. Fire him up close to 8Ks. I got a feeling six and a half or five and a half it's going to be interesting to see where the juice lands on those type of numbers. I'm very intrigued. CC, very intrigued. Shout out Dan Levitard if people watch that anymore. I always like that. Either way, 8Ks, Kadai Senga, that's a lot. Before we get into the fields of likes and locks, yeah, the field of likes and locks, we got to talk a little BetMGM super, super quick for the people. And it's a fantastic deal. For one, I know a lot of you have asked, Eric, how do I get in the premium Discord? How do I see your official betting card every single day? See exactly what you're putting on your card every single time out. Well, you sign up 
through BetMGM because you're going to get two free months by doing so. Now, generally, it's more expensive than that per week, per month. Everything else in the premium Discord to check it out is a little bit more pricey, but it is completely free to you for two months just by trying out BetMGM if you haven't already. But that is not all, my friends. You also have the opportunity to get up to $1,000 in bonus bets back in your pocket if your first bet loses. So take $100. If you take $100 deposit at BetMGM, you bet 20 of them. Well, that 20 bucks is going to come back to you in bonus bets if it loses. If it wins, you keep the money. Yay! Smashing, groovy, all the good things. But if it loses, you're going to get the bonus bets back. That's good stuff. So win the money, keep it. Lose the money, you get it back in bonus bets. So that's called a win-win if you ask me. Check out BetMGM. Some of the best lines for hitter props each and every single day. They do have great same-game power lays that you can throw together too. I know a lot of you are going to do it, whether or not I tell you to. So, well, there you go. Check out BetMGM, my friends, only if you're 21 and over. And if you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. All righty, y'all, back to the picks. We head to a like here in St. Louis. And one of the more interesting things about betting baseball day in, day out is how a team that you were vehemently against, that you were cheering for, or cheering against, excuse me, every single night, immediately becomes a team that you're backing because of prices. And that is what we're running into here with the Houston Astros that in somehow, some way, some shape or form are dogs to with Christian Javier on the mound against Miles Michaelis. Let me say that one more time. Christian Javier is a dog to Miles Michaelis. I love Kane. Yeah, plus 102 at FanDuel Sportsbook. What are we doing here? What are we doing here? I thought this would be a lock for what it's worth, but it is only a like here. Christian Javier, a 35.2% hard hit percentage. Just a 23% K rate. That is definitely uh, something to be paying attention to. 59% fastball usage on the season here, uh, but the Ks have come precipitously down from 33.2% last season to just 22.9% this season. Does have a 4.18 expected ERA, but maybe like Blake Snell, he's ramping up here. But my major thing is that he is the way better pitcher, even in this version of Christian Javier, compared to Miles Michaelis. Michaelis, a 16.2% K rate, nearly a 300 expected batting average, giving up power, giving up you know, with great power comes great responsibility, unless you're Miles Michaelis and you just get paid and then you quit pitching. It's kind of what you're running into. It's what St. Louis is running into right now. You got some hitters on the other side, no doubt about it. And I do like St. Louis's lineup better, but starting pitching is such a gigantic part of what we do on this program for a very good reason. I also look at the bullpen from the Houston side, and I strongly, outside of Hicks on the St. Louis side, who throws at 100,000 miles per hour, uh, the Houston bullpen. Way better top to bottom here. So Christian Javier, if you get five, six strong from him and Miles Michaelis does his normal thing and just gives up power to everybody, you're running into a really great spot. Plus Yanner Diaz, huge reverse splits, like seeing him uh, clean up for five hole in those kind of spots. But I digress, friends. I am definitely on the Houston money line here at this number, plus 102. I would be shocked. Yes, you heard me, shocked if we still had plus money come lock and first pitch of this game tomorrow. Another light coming your way here with the Texas Rangers hosting Detroit yet again. And an interesting pitching matchup because both of them, they're not very good. We got Joey Wentz here going for the Tigers. We have Dane Dunning, dun, 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 Dunning with only a 14% K rate, 285 expected batting average, giving up power everybody but 
He's a right-handed pitcher, and that is a good thing to be against the Detroit Tigers because they are dog shit. 83 WRC+, plus, 24.2% K rate, and just a 125 ISO. That is second worst in baseball, just behind the Cleveland Guardians. How bad is the AL Central? I will answer for you. Putrid. As for Joey Wentz, he goes in that putrid bucket. 490 expected slugging, 360 ex-woba, 44.6% hard hit percentage, a 39% ground ball rate is not what you want to see when you're about to face off against the Texas Rangers. Now, he's a lefty. Oh, yeah, no, never mind. They don't apply. <laughs> Rangers just murder everybody, my friends. It doesn't matter. Lefty, righty, they don't discriminate. They just hit and hate. That's what they do. A 129 WRC plus, a 175 ISO is not as high as I expected. But either way, this is a team that I expect to put up runs. So, Dane Dunning. He's had some pretty lucky runouts, I would call it, just to not get completely shelled in some of these spots. But I think there's regression coming. Even with this terrible Detroit lineup, we are looking at an over, a half unit play on the over of nine. Yes, there are nine and a halfs out already too. Be very sensitive. This is why we do this program early, my friends. Do not want this at nine and a half at even money, but I want it at nine, getting that hook at the minus 120. It's all about range of outcomes. It's all about run creation in this specific park. That is the hook. We need it. It's like the hook of a song that's just. Yeah, we're bobbing our head to the beat. You know what song I have in my head? How would you know that? If you knew, it'd be pretty creepy. Over nine, we continue on. Eh, not a great spot here. Philadelphia and the Cubs thought we might mind something out of this one, considering it's Aaron Nola, Drew Smiley. But Drew Smiley has been surprisingly good this season as a real-life pitcher. I know a lot of you playing DFS or looking at K-props. You're probably not saying Drew Smiley is very good in any way, shape, or form, but he does exactly what you need to be doing when the wind's blowing out or when it gets warmer there. He avoids barrels. 6.4% barrel percentage, just a 32.5% hard hit percentage. Who cares about a 20% K rate if you're going to just simply avoid and give soft, bloopy high fly ball contra uh, contact to a lot of these hitters on the other side? Plus, He's left-handed. That's generally a good thing to be when you go up against uh, this Philadelphia Phillies team that has a lot of lefty power, but just a 91 WRC plus against left-handed pitchers. 25.6% K rate, so a little bit of a spike up there for his K rate. As for the other side of this one, it's Aaron frickin' Nola, so he's very good. 35.4% hard hit percentage, 295 X Woba. Has he been the Aaron Nola days of yore? No. No, he has not but he's still really good and he's been getting a lot better. We saw 12 Ks against Detroit because that's what he's going to do against Detroit, but eh, Arizona Atlanta found ways to avoid getting completely murdered there. Got the win against Arizona despite giving up four earned. They made him pitch pretty deep into that one. I was a little surprised, but uh, Aaron Nola, last time out against Arizona, this is the kind of upside you're looking at. Six innings pitched, only two hits given up to the offense that cannot stop wrecking things. Yeah, they're just destroying Joe Ryan early on in this game. So I have to stay away from this one like the plague, friends. If I had to do something, I would back Aaron Nola currently, but I find this total to be about perfectly efficient considering these two teams on the mound sitting at eight. Pay attention to the wind, but Windfinder doesn't have a whole lot uh, going on here at Wrigley for tomorrow. Let's just find better spots. Kansas City. That's about the most exciting thing they have going for it. Patrick Mahomes at football. Surely not baseball, that's for sure. You got Logan Allen on the mound, and then it's probably going to be another bullpen situation. Apparently, this is just like 
the fifth day section of the week and we're just landing on it more than normal. Maybe Aton's had a lot of those over the weekend, but we haven't had this many bullpen games or projected bullpen games in quite some time. Austin Cox is who's expected to be out there. He's been really, really good in a short sample size and did get ramped up to 53 pitches on the 22nd. So maybe there's some length to get to 65, 70 pitches. I'm not quite sure what to make of it, but I do want to be paying attention to long relievers behind it. Want to see how they end up faring against Cleveland today, how their main bullpen arms show up. Again, this is why these are lean situations because nothing makes sense in the modeling. And there are going to be things that change, not just the numbers, but information for me that becomes more readily available in spots like this. I think that's why I look on the other side. Logan Allen's the main guy to break down. He's got a 259 expected batting average. That's not great, but he's a young pitcher who's had some success early on this season. The strikeouts are starting to come down to earth for the Southpaw, 22.5%. 4.42 expected ERA is more lofty than his 3.68 actual ERA, so probably expect negative regression. Does that happen necessarily in this spot? going up against a Kansas City team with just an 88 WRC plus against lefties? I don't know, but I'm probably willing to find out pending what we get in terms of information from the Kansas City side leading into tomorrow. So no line out here yet. We need more information. I need... I almost said something weird about Austin Cox. I bet you can use your imagination. Kansas City on the money line, friends. We move along. Nothing to see here. To Coors Field we go. Bet there's going to be some runs here tomorrow with Michael Grove and his 7.59 ERA for the Dodgers so far this season. Going up against Kyle Freeland of the Colorado Rockies. And Freeland gives away three runs like it's nothing. A 1.40 whip, 4.54 ERA. It's not been pretty the last couple here. Seven earned against the Atlanta Braves. Three earned against the Angels last time out, which is actually a pretty decent outing for him. Good job, good effort, buddy. But now you're facing a Dodgers team that <clears throat> they smack people around pretty hard. A 110 WRC plus against lefties, a 233 ISO in Coors. Okay, yeah, thank you. I'll have another. But as for Michael Grove, he has a difficult spot here. There aren't a ton of lefties with power. You have Blackman still on the IL. Ryan McMahon by far the best in terms of lefty power there, but... They do get C.J. Crone back from the right side. Elias Diaz has been one of the best hitting catchers all season long. Helps to be playing, of course. And uh, even Ezekiel Tavar starting to show out a little bit. Seven homers on the season. Didn't see that coming down the pipeline this early on for the young shortstop. So enough good stuff there. 262, 296, 430 slash line from him. That I do upgrade this offense compared to where we've had them before. And even Nolan Jones. Who? Nolan Jones. Who? 316. Average. I had to. I stay flossing in that candy paint, rolling dank, sipping drink on an 84 swing. And it is time to take a swing with some homers. Yeah. I'm looking at it over here again, more than likely. If this thing opens up at 12, I'm still going to take the over similar to that last Saturday game where, I don't know, the Angels scored infinity runs. But I'm looking at Mookie Betts. I have him starred, circled center. You put him against a lefty and you give me better than plus 300 and he's on the card. Period. End of story. Done. That's really it. He was on the card today, too, so it is what it is. Mookie Betts, two home run in Coors. Uh, that is going to be a lean. Again, want that plus 300 or better, but pay attention. Lots more could be coming from this one, pending more information and obviously prop lines.
I bet you've been asking yourself, Eric, you said you had two locks. Well, I do have two locks. Let's get into the first of two. Yeah, three games left to go. Hit that like button. It could go a long way for me. And we're running it back, baby. It's the White Sox and it's the Angels. We got Lucas Giolito starting to show out a little bit more. And Jaime Barilla. So fun. Jaime Barilla, 28.5% hard hit percentage, 385 expected slugging, as you might expect from somebody who's starting to get lengthened out a little bit. He's running into a little bit more trouble from time to time where you lengthen it out, you don't come out of the pen, and you got to ramp up to 90 pitches, and it's not going to look as good. And we've seen that pretty clearly there. 90 pitches he had against the White Sox previously. Only the one earned, though. That was nice. Got to 93 pitches against the Rangers. Well, the Rangers, they're a little bit of outliers, but only three are in there. 2.14 ERA, 1.06 whip. This guy, sub 30% hard hit percentage with that slider being a primary pitch, nearly 50% usage there. Oh, baby, oh, baby. Facing this White Sox team that's putrid against righties, oh, baby, oh, baby. But the thing is, Lucas Giolito, very similar to why we ended up backing so many of these pitchers the last couple of days in Anaheim is as good as this Angels offense is against righties, and they're good, a 113 WRC+. plus. You might get Shohei Otani resting after his day pitching. Just saying. Put on the conspiracy hat. It's a chance. Even if he is in the lineup here, Lucas Giolito starting to show some stuff. A 3.41 ERA, 1.20 whip, 10 strikeouts against Boston last time out, and a hard-earned loss. Yeah, that was brutal to run into, but we've started to see some major pitch counts from uh, pit pitch counts from him pitching much deeper into games still giving up the fly balls which always gets a little bit scary there in anaheim uh plays up in terms of home run potential sixth uh most home runs so far this season in baseball part of that is shohei otani there but uh sixth most in terms of uh park adjusted factors too for home runs specifically about neutral in run creation so for what it's worth we're looking at run creation by far the most important part of uh projecting out some of these spots and lucas giolito He's given up a solo homer in three straight games. That's something to keep an eye on. But he still limited the damage. In his last four outings, he's only given up four earned runs. No more than two in any single one of them. Against Boston at home, against Miami, who's been putting up runs at home as well. Just saying. Lucas Giolito is starting to show me some stuff. Starting to show the best version of him that we've seen in a long time. So it's a little bit strange. We've been backing Cease a little bit more. We've been ba backing Michael Kopech once again today to, to possibly put up a really good outing alongside Otani. And we're going to be backing the under yet again of nine. This line got to nine. It is divine. It is so fine. It's sublime. Take the under of nine one time. This isn't a lock, but it also becomes a play. We've got the Yankees. We've got Oakland and ended up on plus one and a half on the Oakland side here tonight. Wasn't sure if I was going to end up falling for the trap, but, you know, if they end up putting up the runs, I'm not surprised. But it is Johnny Brito that was on the mound there for the Yankees. I had to take a shot. And I think you already know my not vehement disdain, but I just never really liked Domingo Armand the way the public has. He's going up against J.P. Sears, who falls into that category with Paul Blackburn as an actual serviceable pitcher in the bigs which is surprising to say about anybody wearing an athletics uniform right now but Domingo Ramon for the Yankees a 348x Woba 465 expected slugging that is not good just a 22.6% K rate and you're running into a ballpark where runs just are more condensed you don't have as many of those outlier performances we have seven and a halfs and eights which I think is perfectly efficient here 
I think close ball games are exactly what you want when you're backing dogs like this at plus 138. Yes, plus 138 at FanDuel Sportsbook right now. I don't know why I'm yelling, but I am. Whatever, JP Sears, 335 Expo, but 469 expected selecting. Just a 5% walk rate, throws a lot of fastballs. This lefty does. And you're going to neutralize this crazy surge of Jake Bowers and Billy McKinney that I cannot stand anymore. So, JP Sears, let's go. This is just simply a value play. Plus 138 at FanDuel Sportsbook. It has to go on the card now. If this is at plus 125 by the time you bet it tomorrow, just stay away. Live for another day. What do you say? Hey, God, why am I rhyming at the end of these? I promise not to do that in the last game of the night. Lock Central. Going to Tampa Bay and Arizona. They're going at it again here. We got Zach Eflin on the mound. Tampa Bay's resurgent starting pitcher. I guess resurgent by his standards, but coming from Philadelphia here to Tampa Bay, he has started to be really good. A 277 X Woba, a 25.6% K rate, a sub 5% walk rate. Definitely one of those surprise arms that Tampa Bay just seems to find every freaking year. They're so good. 1.03 whip, they just really are. And this lineup, pretty good too, huh? Wouldn't you say? Yeah. Yeah. They get to go against Zach Davies here, and I could not believe my eyes when I saw this line. I thought we were going to get Tampa Bay, considering they're the best team in baseball against right-handed pitching, a 127 WRC+, plus a 196 ISO. Don't really strike out 22.4% K rate. Going up against Zach Davies and his 277 expected batting average, just 17.6% K rate and 10.6% walk rate. I thought for sure. We were going to be having to lay minus 170, minus 175, and I was going to just stay away, and there was going to be nothing there. But when I uploaded these numbers, I was so ecstatic. My favorite play on the board by far is this Tampa Bay money line. Now, maybe there's something that happens tonight that makes me back off a little bit here, but I already bet it, so there's really nothing I can do about it at this point. But FanDuel Sportsbook, yet again, has a lineup. Minus 144 on the money line. We're talking minus 160 at BetMGM, minus 154 at Caesars, minus 150 at DraftKings Sportsbook. Those are drastically different numbers than we're looking at at minus 144. So if you have to bet this north of minus 150, it goes in the light category. You just put that half unit, you live your life. But Tampa Bay, I have a unit and a half on this one. This is an absolute slam dunk between Tampa Bay's offense, the substantially better starting pitcher. And yes, is it a little bit scary going up against this uh, Arizona team that has murdered righties with a 110 WRC plus and a 180 ISO and has Corbin Carroll, the second coming of Christ? Sure, sure. It's a little bit freaky. But Tampa Bay money line. It is the best play on the board by far right now. Lock it up, my friends. I don't have anything else to say. And that does it for another edition of Liddy's Leans, Likes, and Locks. You know what to do. Go to that comment section below. Let me know your favorite plays on the board for this lovely Wednesday slate of games. Huge evening slate. Yet again, 13 games going off after 7 p.m. Eastern time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Going to be an awesome night of baseball. Hopefully, we're able to sweat a little bit of it together there on the Twitters, where I'll be uploading Lindy's Locks update for all of you, letting you know if anything changes about those numbers that we were talking about. Because again, you want to be sensitive to the pricing. That's why you want to sign up at other sports books like BetMGM. Add it to your DraftKings, your FanDuels. Add it to everything you can, because the best price over a long period of time is going to win out. No doubt about it. Thank you to producer Jacob. Thank you to all of you for all the kind words the last couple days as we've been on an epic heater in the month of June. I hope to keep it going, help to be putting in that research, putting in that hard work for you every single day. 
just smash that like button on the way out. I will see you on Thursday. All right, y'all, I'm out of here. I'm Eric Lindquist. Best of luck in the MLB streets on Wednesday. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.